Today we continue with the second shir on the halachas of Tzedakah and Meiser. We'd like to begin the words of the Mechaber in Yeridea Simen Reish Memzayin, Sif Aleph. The Mechaber begins, the, cap, the title of the Simen is, Goydol Schar HaTzedakah V'im Koifin the the greatness of Tzedakah, the tremendous reward, V'im Koifin and are we able to force people to give Tzedakah? It's a mitzvah say to give tzedakah according to the ability of the person, how, how much he's able to afford, however much he's able to afford. And many times, multiple times, the Torah commands us with various mitzvah say to do this mitzvah. And there's also a mitzvah say, a lav, for a person that that looks away from the mitzvah. A person should not harden his heart or close his hands, as we spoke at yesterday. And anyone that looks away from the mitzvah tzedakah, is considered like a kaifer. As if he is serving a desire, as if he believes in other powers running the world. And you should be very careful with the mitzvah tzedakah, because it could come that a person can actually die because of not receiving tzedakah yesterday, as we use a contemporary story for that. Like the story in the Gemara of Nachum Gamzu, that because he delayed in unloading his donkey, the uh, person was nifter. So therefore, says the Mechaber, tzedakah is, is of utmost importance and utmost urgency. A person shouldn't just wait around to do tzedakah. A person has to give it as soon as somebody asks. Now, we explained in the introduction as well that that's the unique difference. One of the unique differences between Maestro and tzedakah is that tzedakah is on demand. A person asks you for tzedakah, you have a mitzvah to give him tzedakah. You can't say, oh, I already, uh, I did my, I gave my Maestro for today, or I did my mitzvah for today. Tzedakah is something that a person asks for tzedakah. He has to have a valid reason why he's not giving tzedakah, as will be discussed later on. But generally speaking, there's a mitzvah to always give a little something if you have tzedakah with you, and at times even to borrow to be able to give tzedakah. So a person has to view this mitzvah as something that's very important. Now, we, we spoke at again in the introduction, this is not just a good deed, this is an attitude of a yid, that he is part of Kali Yisrael, he's there to help support those that need his help, so when they come to him, Right away, the lights should go on. Okay, now I'm needed. I need to, I need to help this person out. This is my job to pass on the bracha to the next person. Sif Beis. Never has a person become poor from giving tzedakah. And never has anything bad happened because of it. And any damage has happened through that. The mice of tzedakah will be peace and completion. A person will not lose out from giving tzedakah. This is the Lashon Rambam and Hechaz And a person who thinks about it, sometimes he might think he lost out, but if he pays attention, he'll see that he gained it back. There's an interesting concept in the Medras. The Medras says the reverse about, tzedakah, about people that make tricks with their money. People that are tricky in business, the Medras says that even though it may look like they make money on one end, it falls out and they lose out on the other end. 
Tzedakah is the total opposite. It looks like you're losing out when you're giving. On the, on the other end, you always, you're going to see that there's going to be a bracha that's going to come from a different angle. Siv Gimel. Anyone who pities poor people, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will have pity on him. So besides for the fact that a person is going to get paid back, he is Zoycha to Hashem's special Hashgacha of Rachmanus, a special Midah that Hashem will use with him, that he will, he will treat him with kindness, him and his family. And he should realize that he himself always asks for Hashem to, to bench him with his Parnosah. And just like he's asking, so too he's going to listen to the poor person. And like we said before, that it could be today that person is poor and he's the rich person. And who knows, one day might be the other way around. Hopefully it won't happen. But a person has to look at it that way, that he might, Chash be in such a situation, so the way he treats others is the way he would be treated. Or if not him, his, 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 his kids or grandkids. Anyone who has Rachmanus on others, HaKadosh Baruch is going to be Racham on them. Furthermore, Tzedakah pushes away bad decrees and in times of hunger it protects a person from death and it makes a person rich a person is not allowed to test Hashem except for this so basically giving tzedakah is not only something that's a mid of chesed it's simple business sense if a person is able to train himself to constantly give tzedakah to other people, to help other people in need, he's going to be saved from all kinds of tzaras, HaKadosh Baruch is going to listen to him, he's going to be benched with success in his business, and he'll never have any damage or any loss in his business. So it's the most secure and the most guaranteed form of business investment. Now, the Rashba writes that a person does not say a bracha in the midst of tzedakah. Even though it's a mitzvah say, and we said it's the most important mitzvah say, because of the pikuach nefesh involved. So why don't you say a bracha on it, just like you say a bracha on lulav, on tefillin, on tzitzis? Why is it different when it comes to the mitzvah of tzedakah? So, <coughs> let's read the words of the Chesam Seifer, where he addresses this rashba, And he, he offers a tarot to the question, he answers the question. Any mitzvah that's not finished without someone else's input, that means you need somebody else to be part of this mitzvah in order for it to happen, it's not going to work. Therefore, you don't say Baruch on Why? Let's say the poor person says, I don't want to accept presents. I'm not interested. So this guy said, And then the poor person is running away, and he's running after him with his dower, and the poor person is not interested. What do you see from there? That it's not up to him to do the mitzvah. So you can't say a bracha on something that's not up to you to be able to do completely. Because maybe it won't happen, it'll come out of your bracha v'atala. It's possible to uproot the whole mitzvah from the source. 
a person says, I don't want tzedakah, so there's no mitzvah tzedakah suddenly. So what was the bracha on? The bracha was on nothing. You see, by a person getting married, he says, What if she suddenly changes her mind? And you still say a bracha. So it's a kasha on this teretz. This kasha is not a proper kasha. Why? The kabbalah is a rational called mitzvah. Any mitzvah that's for his friend's toiva, it means to say that if he doesn't want it, it's not a toiva anymore, so the whole mitzvah doesn't exist. <coughs> the mitzvah didn't become uprooted or unraveled from the source if the lady doesn't want to get married. Rather, the mitzvah was, he was honest, he wasn't able to fulfill the mitzvah, but the mitzvah didn't disappear. He's still mitzvah in the mitzvah of Perivya. So therefore, you can't compare the two things to each other. In the case where he wants to get married and she suddenly says, no, I changed my mind. Under the chuppah, she changed her mind. And he's, he's stuck there after the bracha. Okay, so he's honest, but the mitzvah was still there. However, when a person, a poor person says, I, I'm not interested in your tzedakah, I don't need your favors, there is no mitzvah at all. The mitzvah is totally gone because this person comes there. I've never needed the tzedakah because he, he's not the kind of person that, that takes tzedakah. He's a side of Matanis Yechia. He doesn't want any tzedakah. So therefore the mitzvah is totally bottled from the whole source. So you're not doing any mitzvah at all. And therefore he's not going to fulfill the mitzvah. So the same thing says the Rashi. by the case of the Isha. He won't find a wife to get married to. He, he wanted to do the mitzvah, but he had oinus. In these words of the Rambam, all the Rashi's words are included. The mitzvah of so the bottom line is, as I'm for when the mitzvah is dependent on somebody else to to exist, if not for that person, the mitzvah will will disappear. There wouldn't be any mitzvah. In that case, you do not say a bracha. However, if the mitzvah will still exist, just there will be a barrier to the fulfillment of the mitzvah, the barrier is not going to remove the mitzvah, therefore you, you do say the bracha because you're, you're doing your mitzvah. And if you, some kind of barrier suddenly appears after the bracha, it's not considered your responsibility. Now, let's move on to the, one of the first halachas of giving tzedakah. We said before that if a person is approached by an Ani and he looks away, he's not Makai the Mitzvah. So in Hilchah's Matnas Aniyim, the Rambam says, and Parak Zayin, Halacha Beis, we're on to the next Mara. Malkam V'chal Arroya Ani, who mevakesh, Mali mevakesh, a person who sees a poor person asking, V'helem enam imenu, and he looks away, V'loy nasan tzedakah, and he didn't give tzedakah. However, B'loy say like we just saw in the Shulchan Aruch before. So says 
the Pirish Derech Amuna, which is a Chaim Kanievsky's Pirish on the Rambam in Hilchus Matnas Hanim, over here. Says of Chaim Kanievsky, V'chol Arroyo Oni Mevakesh and Sivkatan Zayin. In Loiraoo, you could be medayik from the lashon of Rambam of Kol Arroyo Oni Mevakesh, that that's only if you see him. But what if you didn't see the Oni, but you know the, that he's there? But he knows he's there. Ain't over You're not over Umasho the dafkim Dafk if you see him asking. And if he didn't, but he didn't ask you. So you see, a mashulah walks into shul, and you're, you're running out of shul on your way out, and he never asked you. Says Rav Chaim you're not over say. Same thing happens sometimes, they wait till the end of davening to make their announcement. Till he makes the announcement, you're not over say if you don't give. Why? Because you didn't, either you didn't see him, or you didn't, he didn't ask you. So it's in the gather of Roya Ani Mavakish. The Ani is, he sees the Ani, and the Ani is asking. But if it's missing one of those conditions, he's not, says of Chayim Kanyevsi, he does not transgress the lab of looking away from a Ani. The Shevet Alevi, on the other hand, in your days from Enresh, says differently, and he says like this, Does he actually need that the Oni should be asking him for the money? Or is it enough that we know that there's poor people that need money? It's enough and say for our mitzvahs, the Ram is mashah, it's just enough, as long as we know that there's poor people, and we're able to support them. Which is, which is the Ram we just read before. Only if you're actually asking. Only if he's actually asking. Just like we were Medayak in the Rambam before. Apparently when the Shev of the Levi brings the Lashon of the Rambam, he's, he's saying that the Lashon is, is, is not 100% clear, because he comes on to the Raya from the Rashba, but probably he's being is that there's a Malkam to say, like the Rashba in the, in the Rambam Matnas Aniyam. But Al-Kapadam, we see from here, that there's a Machloika, says the Shev of Levi, if he has to actually ask you for the money, or as long as you're aware of the need, then you have a Chiyav of Tzedakah. Says the Shevet Alevi, therefore, a person should be machmer. A person should be stringent. Says, Right? We have a machloikas if you need to be asked or not. A person, a person should be machmer, and he should give the tzedakah, even if an ani does not approach him in shul. So, instead of saying, well, Baruch Hashem, the ani didn't come over to me, Rakat says the Shevet Alevi, you should go over to him and quickly give him um, before you leave the shul. Because you're, it's a mitzvah, it's a suffix mitzvah, and you're supposed to be machmer and give tzedakah to make sure that you don't transgress the lab of Lais Amitzah So now the question is, what happens if a person receives requests 
in the mail from Sadaka. Sadaka organizations bombard people with all kinds of envelopes. So what are, what's your chiv, what's your requirement as far as these, these envelopes go? As what's your chiv to be mekayim, these to send back money? And is that considered a request to give Tzedakah or not? So Mitzvah Shem and Tamar Shir, we are going to address this Shiloh.